Welcome to the Weight Loss for Nurses podcast, where nurses come to learn how to lose weight for good by ending the BS cycle. So if you are a busy, stressed out nurse, and no matter what you do to lose weight, nothing is working, then you are in the right place. Each week, I will show you how I lost 100 pounds, but more importantly, I will show you how you can be able to enjoy your job and your life. So let's get started. Welcome. So excited to have you back and welcome if you're new. I'm Karen Schabel and I help end the emotional eating, the overeating, the binge eating, because that's what's causing, you know, your pain and your struggle. I know I've been there and I see my clients when we do the work that I do in my program, they meet their new exciting life. Like they really see life can be what they've always dreamed it of. And so today I wanted to talk about food and is it your friend? Is it your enemy? Is it a complicated relationship? And why I wanted to talk about this is because I've seen, you know, and I hear and I even say it, you know, you, I'll help you develop, I'll help you get a healthy relationship with food. And I know back when, when I was struggling, I didn't really understand what that was. Like I thought I knew, I thought it was, you know, I just have to know what to eat and how much to eat, like what the diets tell me. But guess what? That is not a relationship with food. A relationship with food is so different. And that's what we're going to talk about today. But let's start with the definition of relationship. So a relationship is an emotional or other close connection between people. And the thing is, we have relationships with people, but we also have our relationship with food, right? So food relationships are our connection and relationship with food. And I think that one, we don't really pay attention to our relationship with food, but I think it is probably the most important one. Because if you are struggling, like, think about if you are struggling, how does it affect every aspect of your life? I have seen it. I've been there, done that. It led to my depression, my anxiety, my not being present in my relationships with my partner, with my kids. It affected my job. Like, it, it because it was constantly such a a negative relationship that it it bled into everything. And that's why I really wanted to talk about it today. So most of us, you know, we're like, well, where did this come from? How do we have this unhealthy relationship? Because if you are struggling, it is unhealthy in one way or another. So our, our, you know, what happened was, is, you know, we have childhood experiences of food and eating, and that then shapes our adult food relationships and the way we think and feel about food, as well as diet culture. Like, think about all the diets you've been on and all their rules. And those rules, I pause because I'm like, oh my goodness, my brain just goes over all the diet rules. Those diet rules are what is setting up your unhealthy relationship. You're thinking you have to go that way. You have to follow those rules and then you'll have success in, you know, losing the weight or or feeling better or having control over the food. 
but it doesn't work that way. What we need to do is I want you to find out what relationship do you want with food, not what somebody else tells you it should be. I think about it. In your relationship with your partners and your friends, if somebody told you this is the way the relationship would be and it doesn't feel good to you, doesn't work for you, what do you do? I hope you don't follow that and I hope you figure out, do I want this relationship? How can I change it to make it better? Or maybe it's so negative that it's time to move on and let it go. Like that's some of the things that really are very similar between relationships with people and relationships with food. So let's go over, you know, bad relationships. Like this is, again, like looking at what the diet culture has sort of shown us what healthy was. It's easy to feel as though you're just, you know, practicing discipline and and because, you know, that diet, remember, I we were talking about these diet rules and I want to get a little more into that, right? It's common to feel, you know, that practicing discipline and and feeling like restricting the food is what we want because you've been led to believe that's what you want so you can get um, the success that, that, you know, that's your goal. But diet culture, you know, really celebrates restriction. They call it, you know, if you if you can restrict and deprive, like follow that diet, like you are strong. You've got that willpower. And even though you have been told that over and over and over again, because I know you've done diet after diet after diet and they're not working for you, then, you know, they're telling you that that's the healthy way to live. But like I said, they're not working for you. Is that the healthy way to live? Is that sustainable? Is that what you really want? Does it feel good? Does the relationship with food feel good when you're following those diet rules? And I'm guaranteeing you, they probably are not if you're listening and like I said. So let's get into some signs that your relationship with food isn't actually serving you in a positive way. You notice that you're constantly thinking about food all the time. Like you've got that food chatter. It takes up so much mental energy. Like how draining is that? Like if you had a friend that was so like, especially it's so much negative, right? You shouldn't have had that. You should have this. You shouldn't do that. Like it's so in the negative connotation, it feels really draining. It doesn't feel good. Also, do are you thinking about foods as good or bad foods? Like, are you restricting the bad foods? Because I know if you are, I'm sure you are if you're following the diet, because that's what diets do. They tell you in order to get to where you want to go, you cannot have chocolate, you can't have ice cream, you can't have chips, you can't have cookies. Like they tell you those are bad foods, right? And then that what does that lead you to? Then you you, you know, you're that all or nothing. You're all on that diet, but your brain is telling you why you want it, you want it, you want it. And then you end up binging on it, losing control on it. Um, do you have rigid uh, food rules? Like there's no flexibility. Like that's what I mean about the all or nothing, right? Does what you eat influence how you feel about yourself? Like you're guilty if you eat that chocolate bar. Um, you feel physically hungry, but yet you don't allow yourself to eat because, you know, you're restricting how much you are, how much you can eat. It's that really 
relying on the counting of the calories. So you have so many calories in your day to tell you how much you can eat and when you're done for the day. So think about it. If you've got 1,200 calories in a day and you've eaten them all and later on, you know, you are physically hungry, like truly physically hungry, but yet you've run out of calories for the day, you don't allow yourself to eat. What happens when you don't allow yourself to eat? You end up getting overly hungry and then you end up falling off the wagon. So is that a relationship you want? Um, you feel like immense stress and anxiety when eating out with others because you're worrying what they think of your food choices. Like that judgment, the judgment in your food choices, food, you know, good or bad and people, what are they thinking? Um, you're trying to eat perfectly. So that's, you know, I was talking a bit about it up above is there's no such thing as perfect, but here you are eating perfect. Remember, I know about me, I perfectly follow that diet. But guess what? How is the relationship with your food when you're not eating perfectly? What do you do? What does the food do to you if you don't eat perfectly? Probably sends you eating even more of it. Um, do you sneak food? Deception. Like I know I, that was a big one for me. I would hide food and when everybody went to bed, I'd pull it out and eat it. And then I'd, I'd hide the wrappers and in the garbage can or, you know, in the kitchen, the kids are at the table or I'm even my, my husband and here I am in the kitchen preparing, but yet I'm turning my back to them and I'm gobbling down this food in the back of my mind thinking, oh, they're not seeing me. How does that make you feel doing that? Right. And then, you know, it's that showing up. The food, is it allowed to be there? Is it not allowed to be there? Does it come for you in a sense that, how do I explain that one? The food, you know, you can allow it to be there. And when it's there and it's the bad, wrong foods, and then you are like so hard on yourself. Why are you here? Or, you know, you don't have it. I know this is sort of convoluted, but it's that if your friend doesn't show up, if the food doesn't show up, and then you are like really craving it, it has so control over you. Like that's a big thing. So let's talk about what does a healthy relationship with food look like? It is like really about honoring yourself. Like, I think that's the biggest, biggest, biggest one. And I think, like I said before, we have our relationships with everybody else or the people in our life, but food is something that's so important. The relationship with food is so important. So really honoring that relationship with it, that it's, it's okay to have the food in your life. No, it doesn't matter what food it is honoring that it's there instead of making it the enemy because it's not the enemy the chocolate isn't the enemy the donuts aren't the enemy like all of that isn't it's just there honor that it's there um and you know like any relationship we have to really like put attention into it and time into it and and tend to it right it takes it takes effort 
And I think that's one of the things we don't want to focus on is we think it shouldn't take effort and shouldn't take work, but it does. Every relationship take, that is good, that 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 are healthy, all relationships that are healthy, you put time and energy into. So this is the same with food. So what does a healthy relationship with food look like? You're giving up the need to eat perfectly because there's no such thing as perfect. It's just you are doing what you're doing and it's okay if you had a little extra and it's learning and growing from having it. If you were telling yourself you didn't have what, well, you know, I wasn't going to have it, but I had it. How do I learn and grow from not eating perfectly? It means being flexible and it doesn't mean that, you know, they're so rigid, like there's no rigid rules, right? Like it goes back to perfect. There's no perfect, there's no rigid rules. It's flexible and you don't feel guilty and shameful around your food choices. It's trusting and honoring your needs around hunger and fullness and eating, like really honoring your body when it says, hey, you're truly physically hungry, you need to eat. And then stopping when comfortable, like really honoring that relationship um, that no foods are off limit. There's no such thing as a bad food and a bad food. The only bad food is a food you don't enjoy. Stop seeing food as dangerous or risky to eat. Like how many times have we done that? Like we're afraid to have it for fear what might happen. Like, do you imagine living around that feeling inside of you? It, it, it doesn't feel good and, and it never ends in in uh, the way you want it. But like I said at the very beginning, the most important one is stopping what's going on in your brain on how you see it, like how you view the food as your enemy. And instead, see food as, you know, it's there to fuel you. It's there to keep you alive. And then like really being kind and compassionate to yourself. I know in my relationships, I want to feel loved. I want to feel cared for. I want to feel connection. So how can you have a connection of compassion with yourself and with the food? Like that's where it needs to go. So I know this is a lot and I know you're going to go, okay, what next? What do I do next? Well, what you need to do next is just pick one thing off that list of you know, one thing that's unhealthy in that relationship you have with food. And in my program, there's a lot of things that we ha we help you with to help you get that relationship, that healthy relationship. But one of the things I'm going to give you right now is really, I think for me, the biggest one to start with is stop telling yourself that there's bad foods. Like really just know there is no such thing as a bad food. Because if you do, Remember, it just sends you eating more of it. So instead, really just start practicing having those foods and paying attention to your mind and what your mind is telling you. And then telling your brain, yeah, of course, I've always thought that way about that food. But guess what? It isn't bad. I can have it. And when I have it, I'm going to enjoy it. And that's the other thing. One more tip is when we think it's bad, do you really, when you sit and eat it, do you actually enjoy it? I know for me, I don't even think I taste it. 
because I've got so much guilt and shame going on. All my my brain energy is up here in my brain thinking of why I shouldn't have ha- why I shouldn't eat it. I'm not paying attention to how it actually tastes. So habit. And you you might not even like it. That's one of the things that I found when I stopped telling myself foods are bad and start eating them. Then I started realizing, actually, I don't want them in the first place. So if this is helpful to you, please leave a review because that's how I get out there and help other nurses, other women. And that's my, my passion is helping end this struggle because it absolutely is doable. And if this is something, if you've got that long list and you resonated with everyone on that list and you're overwhelmed and you don't know what to do, please reach out to me. I'm here for you. Just DM me on Instagram at weight loss for nurses on Facebook, or you can shoot me an email at Karen at KarenShovel.com. I am here for you because I know that there is a better way of living. I have learned and I show my clients how to meet their most amazing life because you can have that life. It's time for you to meet that life that you've been living. Have an amazing day. Thank you for listening to the Weight Loss for Nurses podcast, where my goal is to help you end the BS cycle so you can start enjoying your job and your life and lose weight for good. To learn more about working closely with me, please visit me at karenshable.com and I'll see you next week.